1: morning folks so happy to be back here with you in the hill country of texas i can't tell you how thrilled i am to have woken up in texas i woke up in uh portland oregon yesterday and the day before that and the day before that the day before that and so uh getting back to uh reality is uh awesome and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, uh, human beings today that don't look like uh, pale fish just pulled out of the depths of the ocean. Um, but anyway, no more uh, no more nice things about Oregon. Um, got a lot of old friends there, went to college there, and uh, have a lot of ties there. My goddaughter um, had a, a wedding reception there for her oregon friends and so that's what we went up for and of course it was right in the middle of the legislative session so what can i say that she didn't ask me about it so but i uh, had a great visit up there and is so glad to be back but uh the the pitfall of that was i escaped and was since i was not in texas uh nobody um you know was quizzing me at the grocery store or, uh, wherever about what was uh, happening in the Texas legislature. So I was able to unplug for about five days till this morning. And, uh, yeah, it hit me like a brick and, uh, I'm telling you what your vote counts more than you can even imagine was the first thing I thought of this morning. And then the second thing I thought of is, um, if you're voting just for the R every time it uh, comes up, um, and uh, you're not taking an active part in the primaries, um, and you're just putting the same old R's back in there, you get what you deserve. And what we're seeing in the Texas House is just proof of that. But anyway, we got uh, plenty of things to talk about today. We've got Wes Verdell with GOA, Gun Owners of America, is going to be on here in just a few short minutes. And, um, and then we have Pastor Greg at the bottom of the hour. And since we didn't have our Monday evening call yesterday, there's no telling what we're going to be talking about. But I have two important notices that uh, people reached out to me and said, you've got to get this on today's calendar. First of all, the event, and I had uh, yesterday's program was prerecorded last week. And the um, the uh, meet and greet on Wednesday, the meet and greet tomorrow, has been canceled for uh, at the uh, Hangar Hotels Officers Club. For Dennis McCandless, uh, that meet and greet has been canceled. I don't know any details about it or why it's been canceled, but it has been. So take that off your calendar for tomorrow. But please add on your calendar. The uh, City Council of Fredericksburg, they're going to have a workshop on Wednesday at 530 to um, just have a discussion about uh, creation of a public housing authority. And, of course, um, then they're going to vote on that next week. So, yeah, that's how much time they're going to put into listening to citizens' input at this is um, pretty much uh, this is it. You uh, have your uh, you can get your input tomorrow at 530. Um, and uh, talk about the creation of a public housing authority. Well, what is that? Well, if, well, first of all, it's, you know, so we can uh, get uh, 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 low rent to uh, people who uh, work for uh, local businesses who don't want to raise their prices and uh, pay their people more, um, is basically what it comes down to. Um, the free market will take care of this, even though people don't even trust the free market anymore. And I hate to say it, but even Republicans are to the point where they don't trust the free market anymore. Um, and so, of course, they've already hired a, a public, they've already hired a, a, an affordable housing coordinator. All right, they've already hired somebody. Vince, Vince, uh, Michael Mickle, Michel. I, 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 major apologies to Vince. Um, If someone will let me know how to pronounce his name, I will do so properly. But his last name is spelled M-I-C-H-E-L. And so Vince has already been hired. So what do you think? Do you think they're going to create a public housing authority? (laughs) I think it's a done deal. Um, But they're going to pretend they want to hear from you. And so um, you need to go and uh, let them know uh, 530 um, on tomorrow at the, let's see, where do I have? It says city council meeting um i'm going to assume that is going to be at the same place it always is at the law enforcement center and uh so anyway go make your voice heard um i um yeah go make your voice heard but even more important than that you need to get out and vote and uh, there's some good people good person you can vote for in the school board as well as a good um as well as a good person for city council and so while they still have this liberal progressive city council in Fredericksburg, they're going to try to bum rush this through um and uh before they get uh, even a single conservative onto that um uh school uh city council city council. So we need to take a break. It's uh, everything's lining up in a big old rush today. So we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back with Wes Verdell with Gun Owners of America to tell you about what we've got going on at the Capitol tomorrow because that's where I'm going to be tomorrow is at the Capitol. And um, y'all stay tuned. Hang on. We'll be right back with Wes Verdell.
0: Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Long. hill country patriot
1: All right, I want to start by apologizing for that National uh, Science uh, Foundation uh, <laughs> uh song I am um, I can't stand that PSA but uh we played it all the way through, and it just makes you want to sing along all day. Wes Verdell with Gun Owners of America is on the line with me. Good morning, Wes Verdell. How are you, sir? Hey, Matt. Morning. Doing and, good. All right. Folks, we have an exciting today. Uh, day tomorrow up at the Capitol. They call it Gold Day, and I'm trying to remember when the first one was because um, I definitely attended, and I was an early bird, so, I still have the t shirt from my first gold day. And, um, uh, there, tell us about tomorrow. Where are we going to meet? What time does everything start? What's it all about, uh, Mr. Wes Verdell?
2: Yeah, it's going to be a big day. So, starting at 10 o'clock tomorrow, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start having our introduction and, We'll end up with a lot of speakers, which will be uh, Stephen Williford, who was the guy that stopped the Sutherland Spring shooting, and Michael Cargill, who won the Fifth Circuit on the Bumpstock ban. And then uh, we'll end up with uh, a legislative panel of, of a lot of us gun rights activists that uh, that are there at the Capitol lobbying for gun rights every day and kind of let people know what we do there and how it works. And then the big one is going to be we're going to have Ted Nugent playing the national anthem at 12, and then he'll be our main speaker from 12 to 1. So pretty really? exciting.
1: Yeah, that is very exciting. All right, we got the time, but we don't know where. We're all going to assume it's at the capitol, so give us a little more specific information. Where is it going to be at the capitol?
2: Yeah, so it's going to be in what we call the extension building, and if anyone comes in to the capitol, they can come in from all four sides of the capitol. They'll walk to the rotunda, and from the rotunda, just north of the rotunda, about 20 feet is the, the elevators. To downstairs mm-hmm. and they just go in and press E1 on the elevator, which is extension one. It'll take you downstairs, you come out into a hallway and the auditorium will be on your right uh, within probably 50 yards of walking down that hallway.
1: There you go, and um, I guess you didn't play f- uh, football because I think it's more like about twenty-five yards. But that's all right, Wes. We'll uh, we'll let, we'll let that, <laughs> that slide. So it's going to have to count them off tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be there. You go. We will. It's uh, going to be in the extension in the auditorium. And uh, do we need uh, do we need tickets for that, or can we show up at uh, nine forty-five and and walk in and get a seat? Do we have to have made arrangements yes. beforehand?
2: No. No no tickets required come as you are uh just show up and the first 200 people get a free GOA shirt from us for the that has the date and the day of uh, the event and they're good quality shirts so and and thanks to Santa a Hat Company for for making those shirts for us yeah,
1: yeah those those guys are here local in the Hill Country aren't they Wes? They are,
2: yeah, over in Kerrville, and we appreciate everything they've done, too.
1: Oh, yeah, there's uh, there's some good folks over there, and I always tell people we need to support those who support us. And so um, there you go, high-quality T-shirt for the first 200 that get there. All right, so we got the details tomorrow at 10 o'clock, Capitol Auditorium. We've got Richard Hayes, the second Emily Taylor, Michael Cargill, Stephen Willerford, uh, many more. Um, is there a website that folks can go to that tells them a little bit more about Gun Owners of America or tomorrow? Or um, where can we go to get a little more information?
2: Yeah, if you want more information for tomorrow, you can go to uh, goatexas.com. And just scroll down just a little bit, and there will be a, a link there you can click that will will talk about the gun owners' lobby day and and uh, what time it starts. And then also you can sign up for emails there. So if you're not getting our emails, uh, I highly recommend you sign up for those so that we can let you know we have an incredibly high open rate, which means our content and our emails is good and relevant. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's good information there. We try to keep you updated on a fairly mostly on a weekly basis, and we also send out emails saying, hey, this bill's coming up, please click our take action button and send an email to your legislator and let them know where you stand on a bill. And we've got a... A lot of bills we're pushing right now.
1: Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to ask you. Give us an update. I mean, if you started at the beginning of the session and said, here are the things we want to see done, um, where where are you standing as GOA? How are you feeling about legislation, either good or bad, and how it's moving through the process?
2: Yeah, so there were roughly 250 bills filed this session that were gun-related. 150 of them were anti-gun. Uh, we think we're going to get all of those squashed. There's a couple we're still watching. One of them is to raise the age to 21 for uh, purchasing of a, a, a semi-automatic rifle. We're fighting that one really hard. We're worried that we have some Republicans that will support that. you know, what you're saying is that 18-, 19-, and 20-year-olds aren't considered adults and that they are not competent and can't buy a firearm to protect themselves or to use for, for hunting in that situation, which is... Insane. if you can join the military at 18 and vote at 18. I don't see them trying to raise the age of joining the military or, or voting, uh, but yet they want to take away the rights of that 18-, 19-, and 20-year-old in that situation. And then, uh, let's see, you know, we've got six bills that we're pushing pretty hard to, to get passed. and one of them is to remove the short-barreled rifles from the prohibited weapons list, because we also have a – uh, lawsuit filed with the uh, we, we co-filed with the attorney general's office to fight the pistol brace ban that joe biden has uh implemented through through his rogue atf agency which we've talked about before what they're doing and then uh we want to clarify what an educational institution is because it's a little murky uh so if, if somebody's going to court uh we want to make sure that that it is clearly defined where an educational facility is and then we have a pretty good one that uh, Representative Kane filed, and that's to prohibit red flag laws in Texas. If we can get this one passed, then, then that should for a while uh, keep them from trying to implement red flag laws where, where your rights are taken away from you without any due process or representation. Uh, and then one that unfortunately is not going anywhere is to exempt sales tax on firearms and firearm-related uh, purchases. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that we should have to pay taxes on something that's a constitutionally protected right. But uh, it's in a committee that the chair is uh, Chairman Moody and Mm -hmm. Democrat, very anti-gun, and he will not let that bill be heard.
3: Yeah. One
1: more.
3: Go ahead. Uh,
2: All right. One more. Go ahead. Well, yeah, one more. Credit card companies had to go and open their mouth and say they were going to start tracking our firearm purchases. And we know that these large corporations give our information to the government. And uh, anyways, Representative Schaefer filed a bill that prohibits financial institutions from tracking that.
1: Any any uh, idea on that? Do you, by the way, I hate to ask, put you on the spot. Do you have a, a bill number on hope. that?
2: Yeah, that one is HB twenty eight thirty seven. Twenty eight, and we think it has enough support in the House to to stop it or to pass it.
1: To pass it is will it um will uh, has it already gone through committee? Yeah, yeah it's
2: passed out of committee I think it's been placed on calendars or, or should be soon okay and uh, and that's a that's a real good sign and we're told that even leadership uh, is supporting this bill you know and ultimately it falls on credit card companies for making a, a bold statement like that they're they want to blame us for for this bill but they're the ones that did that so oh
1: yeah oh yeah you know. by it, it was almost like uh, volunteering to be uh, become big government when they did that it's like oh yeah. we're going to help big government out and uh, man that's scary when the credit card companies or when any uh, private company starts doing that talk to me a little yeah. bit about the um the pistol brace thing because i'm I, I own some firearms but wes i i don't understand it's something about short barreled rifles And the pistol brace making your pistol a short-barreled rifle. Am I getting that right? Is that what they're talking about? You are. Okay. Yeah,
2: for years, uh, the ATF has recognized that that an AR pistol with a pistol brace on it is completely legal. And then through Joe Biden's uh, push for it, the ATF has redefined what a short-barreled weapon is. And so now they're labeling, uh, if you have a pistol brace on your AR pistol, they're labeling it as a short-barreled rifle. And right now, so if you're listening and you have one, the best thing you can do is, is uh, take your pistol brace. You just pull it off the buffer tube and that makes the, the pistol legal for now. And then hopefully we win this lawsuit and we get this, uh, this bill passed. And, and uh, one thing I want to say before we run out of time is we discovered that Texas workforce is giving our income information to the ATF. So the ATF compares how many guns we bought uh, with what our income is. And then that's how they target some people.
1: Van Wess, I've been looking at that and uh, it was absolutely amazing. I saw a story about someone they were approached and they said that using the Texas workforce data, they, uh, and then looking at the firearm purchases that a person had made, and uh, they know that because of the, uh, you know, the uh, instant background check right which uh yeah. everybody everybody says we want a universal background check uh we have one folks no, you don't. Uh, yeah we have one yeah. and they're combining that data and so this guy gets approached and they says well we looked at your uh, income from the texas workforce and uh, there's no way you can afford all these guns is uh, what uh, where in the world how do we get how do we get the, the texans the state of texas to stop cooperating with uh, the federal government, when it comes to these gun grabbing bills, how do we put that? How do we put yeah. that to bed?
2: Two things. One is is the people need to be uh, show unrest and let their legislators know that they are against this, and let the attorney general's office know. Uh, I've actually got a call one of the one of the guys from the attorney general's office today to discuss it, and hopefully the attorney general's office will squash this. TWC Texas Workforce says that they have a contract with the ATF to do this, which I don't know how that, that works. I think that they should have to have a warrant and, uh, and suspect you of committing a crime before they can even go researching or looking for that data. So.
1: Mm, Man, this is scary. Folks, you need to help out on this. You need to go to goatexas.com. Join us tomorrow at the Capitol from 10 to 2 at the Capitol Auditorium in the Extension. And we are completely out of time, Wes. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, first of all, for calling me and reminding me that you were on the air today. And and thanks for uh, making the call in and we'll see you tomorrow. All right, there we go. We'll be right back. ...in Gillespie County. He's Matt Log.
3: Born to be wild. Born to be
1: wild. All right, folks, we are back, and it's been a couple of weeks since we've had Pastor Greg on the line with us, and so... uh, Welcome back to the Matt Long Show, and we're joining in progress uh, Mr. uh, Greg, Pastor Greg Young.
0: you know you can do your tithing and love offering right from your computer? Visit www.chosengenerationradio.com to support Chosen Generation and make a tax-deductible donation. Now, back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg. And welcome back to Chosen Generation Radio, and I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. Matt Long, and the Matt Long Show over on Hill Country Patriot Radio, joining us here at Chosen Generation Radio. Matt, great to be with you all. Thanks for for tuning in, and thank you, everybody, for having me.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure. I don't know how we could do Tuesday without Pastor Greg. And um, you know, I was telling folks, we didn't I got in after midnight last night from uh the northwest and uh it's really nice to see people who um who who uh, don't look like uh, pale fish that have just come out of the deep oceans uh that still have some hooks and uh, barbs in their nose lips and ears and uh, so it's nice to be back in texas and uh so and then i woke up this morning to a blue screen on my computer honey if you're just now getting up um please I'll, I'll take care of it as soon as we get home i don't know what to do with a blue screen it's kind of scary
0: yeah blue screens on computers is 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 generally not 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 uh on the positive side of the ledger so- um At least that's been been my experience. Sometimes you can just restart them, you know, just kind of. I'll tell you, another trick would be unplug it. Okay. And wait 60 seconds and then plug it back in.
1: You know, can we do that? Can we do that to the United States of America? Can we just unplug and reset? Can we reset the whole thing back to the factory settings established in 1789 and 1791? What do you think?
0: Boy, i i, I wish that uh, I wish that it were. I wish that it were that simple. You know, I mean, to some degree, Matt, it it is that we have a pathway back to that. Uh, the question is, is, is do we have the willpower? Do we have the faith to believe that we can, that we can actually make that happen? Mm -hmm. I think that becomes the question. Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, one of the things that God has always done is, is he's used remnants. Mm hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, you know, I think about the army of Gideon, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He kept telling Gideon, pare down, pare down, pare down. Nope, that's too many. Pare down. Um, you know, I, I, think, I think God wants to do something. I, I just had Ken Thornburg, who's my uh, deliverance ministry mentor, on uh, on last half hour. And as he was talking about things, you know, of course, a lot of people were talking about the Tucker Carlson situation, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, and 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 him being ousted, and and you know, uh, it, it's a pretty pretty strong indications are that Rupert Murdoch was the one who who did that, and and it hit me as we were talking about this, and and I don't know how many of of your listeners may be aware of this, but uh, I used to be on years ago a Christian program that I that I guest hosted. Uh, I would be asked to guest host called the Eleventh Hour that uh, filmed in Modesto, California, where I lived at the time, and then aired in Sacramento. It, it was a program that ran for about, about almost 30 years. And the guy whose who station it began on was a man named Chester Smith. Chester Smith was a country western musician and business entrepreneur who had a small media uh, conglomerate thing that, that he owned at one time in his life. But he played with Willie Nelson and he played with, uh, you know, a number of the big country stars and what have you. Chester Smith, you can look him up. At any rate, Chester passed away, but he sold the station first. And when he sold it, he said that this Christian program had to be grandfathered in and it had to remain. Hmm. I bring that up to say this his widow, Ann Leslie Smith, was just recently engaged to guess who? Uh oh murdoch yep (laughs) oh no rupert murdoch oh and leslie smith a very devout christian widow was engaged to be married to rupert murdoch and guess what happened
1: Uh, i kind of have no idea
0: rupert murdoch called it off huh just recently okay just recently and and the 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 back room conversation is is that Rupert had an issue because Anne Leslie Smith was just, well, too Christian. Mm. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's that is uh, that's very sad. Um, and so, we, yeah, I, I just uh, someone sent me a text yesterday morning about Tucker. I was still trying to stay unplugged. I was doing my best. I was like on a pink. Cl- <laughs> I was on a pink cloud for about four days. And uh, then, this morning, I had to wake up i you know i want to i want to bring Gideon in because this ties in with local elections so often i think pastor greg we've gotten to a- uh, gotten to the point of a country is that somehow we think whoever is at the top is going to make the difference, and we put all of our energies into the the president um, and and as if if we just get the right magic president up there that everything going down is going to all be okay right that we if we get Trump or whoever your person is DeSantis or whoever that if we get that one in then everything from the top down is going to get a much better better and as you were talking about Gideon it dawned on me that when God was working through his um, his forces he wasn't he wasn't concentrating on Gideon the leader he was concentrating on the warriors underneath gideon and i guess to me the thought that just came into my head was that it's more important who the people are in the front lines and at the at the at, at the local level than whoever gideon was at the top does does that analogy work do you do you buy that analogy
0: well i i i think that I think that he's concerned with both. I think we're responsible. <clears throat> excuse me. I think he's that we're responsible for for who we for who we follow.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think to that to that extent, then yes, I I I agree. I, I think that you know individually, we have a responsibility to make sure that we are in right standing with God and in right standing with the Lord. Uh, because individually we're going to be called upon in that battle to perform certain duties. Mm. And, and, and if we're going to perform those duties correctly, we're going to need to be in alignment with the real head, which is Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. Mm. More importantly, we're going to need to make sure that the person that we are, following or the person that God has placed in charge, that that's somebody that, that actually is somebody that, that God placed in charge. Mm-hmm. And and here in America, in particular, I think that's one of the gifts that our founders gave us was is that they understood that, you know, and that's why powers are given to government but rights are always reserved by the people, and the power is given to the government only to secure the rights of the people.
1: Mm, absolutely, and we with here in Texas, Pastor Greg, and you know this—you live here. Uh, but we have a na- we have a national audience. We are um, having our local elections right now, and that includes uh, a lot of bond issues. That includes most importantly school board elections and city council elections and that's what's going on here and then we look and we see that those elections historically have the lowest voter turnout and so you end up in a situation where someone says and we've heard this quite a bit is uh well Fredericksburg is a nice little uh, conservative area Kerrville Comfort nice little conservative areas how do they get these? How do they get these progressives in school boards and onto city councils? And they get them there because we fail, conservatives. In fact, all of us fail to participate in the local elections at the very bottom level. And and Pastor Greg, you know this. We've been fighting school boards here in the Hill Country now for a couple of years, and and it, it's insane that we have that we have to fight the school board because we should locally have a reflection of the local conservative community should be reflected in our local school boards. What? How, how are we going to light a fire under locals? We've got less than two weeks to get this taken care of. We need to light a fire under locals.
0: Well, I, I mean, the first thing you've got to do is, is you've got to make sure that you've vetted your 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 candidates correctly Mm -hmm. and that you have, you know, that you have actual Christian valued individuals that are, that are running for office. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and know that that's, that that's who who you're, who you're supporting. And then you've got to get out and you've got to support them. Uh, you know, uh, you know knock on doors campaign for them i mean you know the 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 objective would be to make sure that uh that that you know that these individuals pass the smell test mm-hmm. and that they are that they're you know people that you that you know have have the right values in place
1: yeah Boy, that's not easy. We uh, we have to get so much better at vetting, um, and uh, and and just because someone voted, especially here in the Hill Country, everybody votes in the Republican primary because otherwise you don't have much of a say in your local government. And so, looking at voting records, I mean, we can find the the uh, the voting record in the primaries. That's not enough because what we found out was uh, I think all five of our uh, city council uh, or no our uh, I think it was city council um, all of them had voted in the Republican primary, but when you look at their history and their things and the way they want to approach things they're they're not Republicans, and yet we foolishly just run in and vote for the r every time and don't think about it and then in the local elections. They don't even bother to put the R there, and it um, it makes it even more confusing. I had people tell me, "Well, we don't know who to vote for because they don't have the letter by their name." And I, I man, that hurts, Pastor Greg. That hurts. Well, it and it is
0: challenging because you know, I mean, to a degree, that 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 becomes the issue. They they want to know who do I. Who do I support and the easiest way for, for many of these folks who who are not checking regularly is well if they have an R, there's an assumption that they are that they're conservative. But that's also part of the problem. You know, we know you and I both know incumbents are the ones that generally win.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, why do incumbents win? Because, you know, everybody everybody makes the assumption, well I guess everything's going okay. I haven't really heard anything, you know that you know that's 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 too bad. So I guess everything's all right. So I'm just gonna, yeah, we'll just keep things the way they are. Yeah, but they don't realize that everything. I mean, and then in and then somewhere in the in between, they're like, you know, they hear and and they may say, oh, you know what, man, boy, things are a mess. da da. da, 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 da. But then the next election cycle comes around, and by the time the cycle comes around, that angst that was there in the center has settled down and 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 the same thing happens again and i don't know i mean i'm looking at your at your uh, you know fredericksburg school board members i don't know any of these people they i wouldn't know them because i don't i don't live in your area right but i'm sure that every single one of them you know should be accessible to the people who live in your area and you should, you know, maybe take the time to go and say, "Hey, you know, who are you and 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 what do you believe?" And find out about them.
1: Yeah, well, find out what they believe. Well, very sadly, and we're about out of time. But what happened here, Pastor Greg, was that um, the uh, uh, all but one school board candidate, all but one school board candidate. Um, refused to fill out the questionnaires for both the Fredericksburg Tea Party as well as the Moms for Liberty, who has really been pushing to save our kids. Um, in fact, one of them even said he didn't want to be associated with uh, either one of those groups. And so we're and then when the Republicans had a candidate forum, all uh, all but one said, "Nah, we're not going to go to that forum," and they all went to the Democrat forum. And uh we got we it's it's upside down here in the hill country and so we have a tough choice this time and uh we'll I'm gonna keep you updated on that and we've got uh I'm I'm really looking forward to two weeks from today and seeing how this uh all washes out or all comes out. Uh two weeks from this this uh past Saturday is when uh we have uh is election day. So Pastor Greg, pray, please, wow. for the city of, for the hill country. <laughs> pray for the hill country. We need prayers right now. We need to wake up the conservatives. Amen. We need to wake up the Christians and get them out and engaged in these local elections.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Oh, and, and For for the hill country and beyond, Texas, uh, you know, coast to coast, we need that involvement. No question about it. And And we're just going to trust God. Well, we're not going to just trust God we're going to put our feet to work because faith without works is dead. So we, you know, there's still time. Yes. Un- until that vote is cast, until the- until the ballots are-, are counted, until it's done, there is still time to engage and get involved. So I encourage everyone listening, get involved, get
1: engaged. Absolutely. All right, Pastor Greg, Thanks, always man. great and uh we'll talk to you next week. You got it. Talk to you then. Okay. So, all right, folks. Um, we um, appreciate, uh, always love talking to Pastor Greg. He and I go way back, and uh, and so uh, it's always good to have him on the air. We're going to take a short break, and I've got a couple of things in front of me to talk about. So y'all stay tuned.
0: 100% Texan He's 100% Texan. <laughs> Matt Logg on the Hill Country Patriots.
3: Next on to
1: All right, we are back, and um, we've got a great rally this Saturday. Now, we we're telling you about uh, tomorrow's rally, and Wes Verdell was telling you about that, Gun Owners of America and... Uh, goatexas.com and um, the uh, i'm looking forward to um, uh, uncle ted playing the national anthem i'm trying to think i think i i've seen uncle ted i countless number of times most of them in uh, the 70s when i was a teenager um, but um, i was trying to remember i think i've only seen him play the national anthem live once and that was uh, downtown San Antonio at the very beginning of uh, the Tea Party movement. And so I'm looking forward to hearing him shredded on, uh, uh, with all respect, on, uh, tomorrow up at the Capitol. That's going to be a lot of fun. I hope I at least get to say hello to him and uh, maybe shake his hand. Um, but anyway, that's tomorrow. But Saturday, 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 and a lot more people can get... Uh, get their gear together, and go up to the Capitol on Saturday. Um, and this, this event on Saturday is called How Many More? How Many More? And it's called a rally to demand action. And the questions they're asking is how many more Texans must be threatened, extorted, and held hostage on their own properties? How many more Texas communities must see their hospitals and schools overrun by non-citizens? How many more Americans must die from fentanyl poisoning? How many more American dollars must flow to Mexican cartels and their Chinese money launderers? And and all of these questions, how how many more? How how much longer are we gonna let this go on? And so that is the uh, theme of this rally on Saturday. And see, and it starts at 1. It goes from 1 to 4. And uh, so you don't have to get out of bed early. You can still sleep in um, and uh, and and do your, you know, your Saturday morning stuff. And for those of us in the Hill Country, you know, if you leave around 11 on Saturday, leave up here, find your parking place down at the Capitol, and uh, you can be out there. And and this is what's interesting about this um, about this um, event is it all I have is uh, Texas State Capitol, Austin, Texas. Um, I they did not show where I'm going to assume that it is on the uh, the the south um the south uh, side of the capital and i'm looking through they actually have a website that says howmanymore.com go check it out howmanymore.com and i'm there right now they are saying please rsvp rsvp in fact um i you know that's just uh, a yes please rsvp that always helps um for uh, uh organizers event organizers when they ask you for an RSVP go ahead and go ahead and do so please um there's no charge to this event um they've got uh, Ted Nugent as one of the uh, keynote speakers and our very own Hill Country Lara Logan is going to be there and our very own representative Chip Roy is going to be speaking and uh, that's going to be very interesting to find out from uh, Chip Um, exactly where the feds are and what we're doing about the texas border Um, let's see some of these names i i don't know but you might know them so i'm going to go ahead and run through them the reverend uh, samuel rodriguez then uh, cj pearson if you follow prager u cj pearson is one of the prager u people let's see mark morgan is uh, uh, with the Heritage Foundation, Border Security and Immigration Center at the Heritage Foundation. Um, Virginia Krieger lost voices of fentanyl. Uh, uh, fentanyl. I would be willing to bet, you know, it's really interesting when you see and I'm looking at a picture of her and I'd be willing to bet she lost a son or a daughter to fentanyl. I, I could almost guarantee it. Um, she's at right age range and it says lost voices of fentanyl. I'll bet you money that's true. Oh, and our good friend Jason Jones, uh, CEO of Omni Intelligent um, and part of the uh, retired captain of the DPS Counterterrorism Division. We've had Jason on here uh, on the air a couple of times. We've had him speaking in Fredericksburg and in the Hill Country a couple of times. He is the expert on what's going on at the border. Uh, Let's see, uh, Craig Sawyer. Um, I do not know. Mr. Sawyer, Veterans for Child Rescue, founder uh, and CEO. He was also a former Navy SEAL who served at the Elite SEAL Team 1. Wow. Uh, Victor Avila. Uh, I know Victor, and Victor. Uh, we've had Victor on here quite a bit. Uh, Dr. Mike Vickers with Texas Border Volunteers. I met him a long time ago. Um, And I believe we maybe even had him uh, speak to the Fredericksburg Tea Party back when we were in uh, the brewery. Um, I know we had uh, Texas Border Volunteer folks here before. Uh, Roy Boyd, Goliad County Sheriff. Listen, these sheriffs who are on the front line they can tell you what's going on. And so the Goliad County Sheriff Roy Boyd is going to be speaking. And our good friend, of, of course, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, um, is uh, going to be there. And George is always very, very interesting. Uh, Jeffrey Stamm, another uh, retired D- uh, DEA special agent in charge. Um, let's see, uh, Mark Meckler, uh, Convention of States, and Master of Ceremonies, and I believe it is a Convention of States who is putting this rally together. But those of you who are against uh, the um, those of you who are against the um, uh, Convention of States, don't let that stop you from coming to this. Please, um, this is about the border. This is about how many how many more people are we going to give up? How many more people? How many more folks are we going to let across the border? So this is uh, going to be a blast. I'll be up there. I'll be broadcasting from the. Um, I'll be broadcasting from the uh, parking lot, my uh, my uh, penthouse studio in downtown Austin. I'll be there tomorrow, broadcasting, and then at ten o'clock, I will make my way to the auditorium, where hopefully someone will have saved me a seat, um, and. Uh, we got a great day lined up at the Capitol. Y'all join us up there tomorrow. And uh, stay tuned for Lorraine. And uh, it is so nice to be back in the state of Texas. God bless Texas.